Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another crossover podcast episode for Podcast Answer Man and The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. This is episode number 433 of Podcast Answer Man and also episode number 635 of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, I have to let you know this is part two of a series titled The Year of Identity. If you are just now tuning in for the very first time, this is one of the very few times where I will tell you that you sort of have to listen to the episode that came right before this one before you jump into what you're about ready to hear because I am not going to go back and rehash anything that I covered in the last episode. I'm simply going to pick up exactly where I left off. So again, if this is the very first time you're hearing either the Podcast Answer Man show or the Cliff Ravenscraft show, go back one episode, look for the one that's titled The Year of Identity Part 1, listen to all of that before you move any further in this episode. Now, with all that being out of the way, I'm going to assume that you are now ready to continue this story. You may recall that in the last episode, I left off after I had just shared with you exactly how I described my plan to completely take the Cliff Ravenscraft show brand and have it take over Pursuing a Balanced Life and the Podcast Answer Man show. Obviously, I was very excited about that. You'll recall that I had said that Stephanie, my wife, was very excited about it, and I told her that the only thing that would keep me from publishing that episode exactly how I recorded it and then edited it and recorded it some more and was ready to schedule it for a release into the Podcast Answer Man feed and the other show as well, the only thing that would keep me from doing that would be if I got talked out of it by my mastermind group. And of course, my wife told me, they said, she said, if they talk you out of it, I'm going to have words with them. So what did my mastermind group have to say about my idea that I had explained to them? Well, to find out, we're going to go to the first person who spoke up in the group, and that is my wonderful friend, Mark Mason, from the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. Go check him out over at latenightim.com. Anyway, this is what Mark Mason had to say in response to what I had shared. So I love it. I love the idea that it's a show about the stuff that you care about. I will listen to it. I completely resonate with Michael Hyatt's comments. And I think I've told you something similar that, you know, I don't need technical information about podcasting either. And I listen to your show. So I I feel sort of exactly the same as, as Michael does. The only thing that gives me any pause about this at all is that in order to manage this transition, you're going to need to keep paying your house note. And so You know, what I think your funnel is, to some extent, is people that are coming to you for podcasting advice, maybe discovering you as the podcast answer man, are ending up in the piece of your revenue generation machine, which is podcasting A to Z. And the only thing I worry about is that in this transition, not even over the long term, just in this transition, that you might do something to upset those incoming conversions into podcasting A to Z and that that might cause you temporary stress. This is not a comment about the long-term strategy here, just more a comment about the details of execution. I love the idea of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I think that is a good move in the direction that you want to go. And and really, I think for my money, the interesting thing to discuss is, is how to get there and whether or not a hard switchover tomorrow is exactly the best, I know emotionally that's the best way, but whether or not that's the best business decision. So that was the reaction that Mark had to what I had shared about my ideas of just radically making this wild, crazy change that I had expressed to them. And next up, I got some feedback from my great friend, Michael Stelsner. You may know him from Social Media Examiner and the very popular conference, Social Media Marketing World. He's also in my mastermind group, and this is what Michael had to say. You know what, Cliff? I think it's a great idea, but I think it's very important to boil the frog on this a little bit. And the idea of boiling the frog is there's a story about this uh, new youth pastor at my church who wanted to basically have this big band up on the stage. And the, uh, the pastor said, every week, I want you to move one foot closer to the stage until you're on the stage, and no one will even notice what happened. And in your particular case, 
you know that you have some people that are going to be not supportive of a radical shift like this, even though you've been pushing them this way with your content for quite some time. So what I would do if I were you is I would announce the name of the new show. I would announce it as a branding shift. You know, it's the Cliff Ravenscraft show sponsored by Podcast Answer Man or whatever it is, or Podcast A to Z. And then what I would do is just carry on for the next couple of weeks with the show's the way people are used to them, but interject maybe a new segment into the show. And then eventually over the period of like a couple weeks, you come up with a strategy on this. What you do is you have these two segments and one segment gets fatter and one gets smaller. So the idea here is that just like when you had Eric Fisher on your show, you had the social media segment. So now you can have the idea is you can have a segment that's on more of these lifestyle and entrepreneurship issues and a segment on podcasting. And if there's nothing in the news and podcasting, then, you know, but you can eventually get where you want to go. You know where you want to go. But what you don't need to do is spend an hour justifying it to your audience. Just make the change and let them listen to your other show if they want to hear the backstory. That's my thoughts. All right. So there you go. Now we've heard what Mark Mason had to say. We've heard what Michael Stelzner had to say. And next up, I am now ready to share with you what my good friend Pat Flynn had to say. You'll know Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. I actually started this mastermind group with Pat back in October 2010. And of course, uh, he had some thoughts on this as well. I like your original idea because you want to microtest this. You want to do it in iterations so that you can come to a stopping point and reassess instead of doing, like I'm, I'm going back to will it fly here, like how people launch businesses. They build their thing and then they go to the rooftops and they shout and they are wondering why nobody bought. And it's because they didn't take those steps and are not understanding, well, this is where it faltered if it, if it was going to at some point. So what I would do is if I oh, Muted again. What the heck is going on here? Okay. Hold on. So well, I used to have a friend. I used to have a friend named Podcast Answer Man that could help you with these kind of audio problems, but I don't anymore. <laughs> oh, well, I mean that, that that's a that's a valid point, though. You know, because it's like, Cliff, I've always known you as the guy. You've been able to start relationships with people based on these little niche things, like the show Lost. So many people came to you for that content but then got to know you even more that they were going to follow you everywhere else. My worry is if you get rid of or spend less time with the podcast answer man stuff, then you lose that niche thing that you are known for that you can then start a relationship with and lead people down this road to further, bigger, better things and next leveling up their life. I think it just needs a mind shift in, in, in terms of what podcast answer man is for you. It is that start of a relationship that leads into everything else. I don't think you know, I'm just a little worried about this shift away from that. I think it should stay, but in your mind, it should be, well, this is how I get to talk to people because podcasting is lost, and that is then the end into everything else that you have to offer. I'm really worried about you stepping away from that and not still owning that space. All right, and so that's what Pat had to say. And there's another person in our mastermind group. His name is Leslie Samuel, great friend of mine. You'll know him from becomeablogger.com. He was sitting by quiet and waited until the end here. And this is what Leslie had to say. Yeah, I'm listening to everything. And I fully agree with what everybody else is saying in terms of number one. It's obvious that this is a direction that you need to go in. All right. Because the difference in your tone when you're, and your enthusiasm when you're talking about this versus everything that you've been talking about with podcasting and all that kind of stuff, it's obvious. And it's obvious that this is what you're more passionate about. I echo the concerns that everybody else has. In my mind, this is how I think through it. You have podcasting A to Z. You have all the podcasting stuff, which you're obviously very good at. And... I'm going back to what I said in a previous conversation. I think that there's so much of that that can be automated. The idea that uh, Ray was talking about earlier in terms of bringing down the cost of uh, podcasting A to Z, making it a self-study course, there's so much of that that can be done in terms of optimizing your sales page and so on, the stuff that you hate to do that you don't necessarily have to be the one to do. I'm wondering if it's not a better strategy to get those things done so that you have this engine that's just going 
um, that's generating revenue that, I mean, like how Pat has all of his things that's generating a ton of commissions and all that stuff. The difference is you actually have products and video training and all these things that can just be set up. It's kind of like a very annoying process that needs to happen in order for that to run on its own. And my concern is that if you were to make the switch too quickly, I don't see you ever coming back <laughs> and fixing and optimizing the things that are podcasting related because you have so much energy for this new stuff that you're doing that, oh man, I got to go back to that podcasting stuff and optimize. In my mind, I don't see that happening as readily. And I'm wondering if it doesn't make more sense to bring someone on board to work on a lot of that stuff for you so that you can package these things in a way that they're going to make money regardless of what you do. And you have this engine that is the podcasting arm of Cliff Ravenscraft because regardless of what you do, podcasting is going to be a part of your story. And to have this massive resource that's already set up, that has these courses, it has the training, and if I'm a new podcaster, it's still the best resource out there because it covers everything from A to Z. Even if at some point you bring more people on to help with the answering questions and that kind of stuff, but it seems as if this is a business that you can package and put over here to the right while you go over in this other direction that does so many other things. Those are my initial thoughts. Well, you've now heard from each of the four people who were on my mastermind call with me this past week. I do have to let you know, my friend Ray Edwards from rayedwards.com and The Ray Edwards Show was not on the mastermind call this week. He happened to have been hosting a live mastermind group with his Regency mastermind group that he hosts. They had all flown into town to spend some face-to-face time together with his mastermind group. And so I didn't get a chance to hear Ray's feedback to all of this. But what I'm going to play for you next is after the mastermind call had ended, Mark Mason and Leslie Samuel stayed on the call after the call was scheduled to end. And in this process, Mark Mason wanted to share with me his thoughts on what he would do if he were in my shoes. I know exactly what I would do and exactly why I would do it. And if I were you. Now, I'm not you, but I know you really, really well, and I like you. Here's what I think. I'm I'm going to lay out a intro. I'm going to lay out Go a ahead. couple of things that I that I think are absolutely true, and then I'm going to tell you what I would do if I were you, which I am clearly not, although some days I wish I was. Okay. <laughs> First of all, the feedback that you are getting about Podcast Answer Man not answering podcast questions, and that's what people are expecting and wanting, at least a, you know, a segment of your audience, is exactly on point. And the issue is... There's a market to message mismatch between the branding of Podcast Answer Man and the content of the show. There's no question about it, right? You're, the, the marketing that you have for Podcast Answer Man no, no longer matches. You need to fix that. I mean, that is something to fix that you could choose to fix no matter what you decide to do, whether you fix it in the veterinary sense by cutting it off or you, you fix it by changing the show. So that's one thing. The second thing is the value of the podcast answer man brand is too big to walk away from and the equity that you've built is too big to give away and your financial situation doesn't really allow you to do that on day zero anyway. So you don't really have a really good choice in my opinion regarding whether or not to continue to extract value from the podcast answer man, the podcasting part of the brand. So here's an approach that, and then maybe the third thing is you're so incredibly passionate about this idea about the Cliff Ravenscraft show, where you can talk about what you want to talk about, about cliffravenscraft.com or whatever that turns into and so forth, that you absolutely have to do that. And I think, from reading your body language or voice language or whatever it is that I'm reading, the sooner the better and really get this pursuing a balanced life 
thing wrapped in and the parts of podcast answer man, the business parts wrapped in so that you can start the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I think you have to do that. So the solution in my mind is do that, launch it, kill pursuing a balanced life, make that the Cliff Ravenscraft show, start that tomorrow. I mean, I wouldn't wait. I would start, I would, I would go full hard over tilt and do that. And then what I would do if it were me and, and make that your new career, make that your brand change, make everything that you do, make Cliff Ravenscraft show and cliffravenscraft.com. And to some extent, you know, follow Ray's model because it's a good one and go do that and be Cliff Ravenscraft and take that thing to the next level that you want to do that and start tonight. Don't wait, go do it, you know, go, go do it right now. For podcast answer man though, if it were me, what I would do is I would transition that show to and all of the products and all of the income to the lowest maintenance but continually operating thing that I could think of. And the, the, I think what that means for you is make podcasting A to Z the best self-service product for podcasting on the internet, just transition it. You can continue to do podcasting A to Z courses if you want, but go make yourself a product out of all the stuff that you already have. Make that thing for sale. Set up to keep the equipment stuff going with your VA. Do all that and change the podcast answer man show into Ask Pat. Get your VA to identify three questions every week from somewhere, either from the voicemail feedback hotline, you know, wherever she can find them, three podcasting questions. You answer those three podcasting questions with eight minute answers each. You stick music on the end and you jam it out there once a week. You could record eight episodes in one sitting. And if you wanted to, and could be two months out, do the post-production, uh, have somebody else do the post-production Make the Podcast Answer Man actually a show that answers podcasting questions. Stay connected with that audience. Maybe have Michael and Isabella do some promos that the VAs are also putting in there for your different products that you have and rotate those through there and make it where you work on Podcast Answer Man a day or two every month and that's it. But don't kill it because yeah. it's, a, it's a cash cow. It's a golden goose. And just you know, you can make that transition over the next two months, kind of start to shrink down the length of the show, start bringing more voicemail feedback questions in, and then just eventually it's a show where you answer three questions a week, eight minutes a piece. It's a 30-minute show. Everybody likes that length of show anyway. It's easily consumable. I bet your downloads will go up. It's going to be great. That's what I would do. So there you go. First thing that you can pull out of value in this episode is the value of having multiple counselors, specifically having a mastermind group. This kind of stuff, this is the kind of stuff that we talk about every single week and have done so for the last several years. This, my friends, is the power of a mastermind. And if you are not in one, I encourage you to get into one. And in fact, I'm just gonna let you in on a little secret here that's not gonna be a secret for very much longer once I tell you. I am actually planning to launch a paid mastermind group in 2016. Now, the thing is, though, is the cost of that mastermind group is going to be $1,000 per month, so it's not something that's inexpensive. We all want to be operating at a super high level so that we can get this kind of feedback, this kind of real, honest, genuine feedback when people are making decisions about what they want to do to move forward. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that every time we get in a hot seat and we get an idea or we get some feedback from the people in our group that we absolutely follow their unanimous decision of what you should do different than what you plan? No, that's not how mastermind groups work. You ultimately make the decision of what you wanna do. And sometimes you'll agree with all the feedback that you got and sometimes you'll hear all of that feedback and it sounds logical, but in your heart, you know you need to go in a different direction. So I got all of that feedback and I pretty much agreed with most everything everyone was saying. And in fact, I really loved Mark's plan, but with some modifications. So I came away from this mastermind group 
with the clear decision that I'm not going to release that podcast episode as I recorded it and then re-edited it and all that stuff that I told you about in the prior episode to this one. So I told you that before I went into the mastermind group that the only thing that would keep me from publishing that episode as it was would it be if these guys talked me out of it. And you'll remember I told you that Stephanie told me that if these guys talk me out of it, she's going to have words with them. And, well, I didn't get a chance to hang out and talk with Stephanie that night. She had things going on with the kids. I was up late. So I didn't get a chance to talk to her until the very next morning. And the first opportunity that we had a chance to talk to one another where I could share my decision to change my mind happened to be during the recording of Family from the Heart. And now I'm going to play for you a conversation that Stephanie and I had in our weekly podcast called Family from the Heart. And I told you yesterday and I said, the only thing that could change that is if my mastermind group talks me out of it. Did they? They did, didn't they? They did, didn't they? You need to get those five dudes on the phone right now because I need to have some words with them. They are seriously rubbing me the wrong way right now. Well, here's the thing. And I'm sure they said smart and intelligent things to you. They did. I'm sure they did, but it's getting annoying. You need to pick a team and stay on a team. What do you mean? (laughs) Team team mastermind or team Stephanie? Is that just teams? It might be. It might that might be what it comes down to. (laughs) Have I steered you wrong in the past? No. Okay. But Here's the thing. You need to either do it or not do it. This whole teetering back and forth is, it just reminds me of like so many things over the last 20 years. Like one thing comes to mind every time, but I never (laughs) share it out loud publicly. So I have to tell you about it later. Okay. But like, I don't even know what that is. This is who you are. You, you say you're going to do something, you make a decision, you're all in and then you're not. And you come back and you and you second guess and and probably recording that on Tuesday and waiting for a release on Friday was your downfall because you're never going to make it to Friday without changing your mind 500 freaking times. (laughs) This is what is this is one thing that is so different about us because I make a decision and I stick to it. And by golly, if I record it on Tuesday, it's going out on Friday and I don't care what any mastermind or, or listeners or people have to say, this is what. This is what I want and this is the path that I see for my life. But you're not that way. I you well, hold on. will I, second guess yourself all the way to Friday. Hold on. I am that way, but there are a couple of scriptures that I turn back to that have helped me in the growth of my business. And it says plans fail for lack of counsel, mm-hmm. but with many advisors they succeed. I totally understand. So that. it it you know Jumping right into things is not necessarily the best thing to do, although that's what I want. I'm not I want. saying jump into things. I'm saying make a decision and well, stick I with did. it. I made a decision. I was going to combine the two, put it all together, and I was going to deal with the consequences you're, that came. You're missing, you're missing the vital stick with it okay. part. That, that's well, the part that you're I'm, missing. I'm getting to that. That, that. See, that's why I thought this would be a good conversation. So they did talk me out of, of the, they did. the decision that I was making for it to happen immediately and also for it to take over podcast answer. I think you should stop calling them your mastermind and that you should just call them let's screw with Stephanie because we have like seven different conversations. Three of them happened before your mastermind and four of them happen after. Okay. And I'm like, I can't I can't keep up. Well, do you, you should do, go into your calendar and then change here, it to your here's the let's deal. mess with Stephanie's mind meeting. That's what it is. Should I just not bring up this stuff to you until no, everything's all... No, I just think all... that it's funny that I don't know. Anyway. I, I appreciate your advice. And and you gave me the 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 advice that I wanted to hear, which is go for it. I, let's do this. Without, but that's not why I gave it. No, I know. But but it it was the advice that I wanted to hear. And, and I, I didn't tell you what I wanted to hear. You gave me the advice that you mm-hmm. thought you you felt like giving and it was what I wanted to hear and I'm like great and I went into the mastermind group expecting that you know I was going to sell them on this idea with my passion and enthusiasm and, and excitement that has been brought back into my life and my everything and I get into the group and by the end of it when I revealed this big master plot to completely upend everything and my branding and start right now with this new direction they came up with the one thing that was in the back of my mind that 
this may not be the most responsible thing to do financially because it puts a lot of things at risk, which is our current income. Now, I will tell you that after the call yesterday, well, let's put it this way. Prior to waking up at 3.30 in the morning, my excitement level, let's just say 100% super excited, I can't wait to take over the world is 100%. That's that, okay? And being in the depths of despair and darkness is, let's just say my excitement level's right around at 25%. I won't say 0% because I think that's pretty much, you know, suicidal. And I've not ever been there, thank God. But here's the deal. You know, I've been hovering since the final three weeks of December, somewhere around 25% excitement to sometimes seeing a little bit of a glimpse of the future and getting up to about 50% excitement. And then the other day, or yesterday, the other day, it seems so long ago, but yesterday I wake up at 3.30 in the morning, I come down and I start recording this episode and my excitement level is going from 50 to 60, 65, 70. And by the time I finish that episode, I'm at like 100%. And then I start start hovering somewhere between 75% to 100%, 75 to 100% throughout the day as I'm thinking about what I've just done and what I've just recorded, knowing that I have until Friday to decide to not go forward with that, but I'm hovering, but I'm hovering high, right? And and then I go to the mastermind group and during the call, I'm pure 100 while I'm talking to them and then I get the feedback and I'm like, everything you're saying is exactly, I, I could not agree with you guys more about all of this wise advice that you're giving me. It, this is the, the, and not only that, not only did they give me wise advice, but they gave me, I mean, Mark Mason, I can share it with you at, later, but Mark Mason gave me an entire strategic plan for how to achieve not necessarily exactly what my vision was, but a better strategic and more responsible financially strategic plan and vision of the future that would make a whole lot more sense to meet our goals financially, but also to transition me into this, this new identity in a more a more appropriate time frame. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And and it made a lot of sense. And I'm like, okay, my excitement level about this new plan at the time I was hearing it was right around an 80. I, I had dropped from 100 down to 80 when I heard the new plan. And I'm trying to soak in the new plan and let it seep in. And I'm like, eh. And by yesterday afternoon, my excitement level dropped back down to about 50% what it was before I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, eh, I got the plan. And I'm and here's the thing, I'm trying to get excited about the plan, but I'm, I, I'm not feeling it yet. Um, and the plan makes a lot more sense. It's, it's about keeping Podcast Answer Man the Podcast Answer Man. It's about maybe instead of creating, pursuing a balanced life and turning it into the Cliff Ravenscraft show, that the Cliff Ravenscraft show starts with zero episode 001 and it's on a whole new domain and it's, creates a whole new side branding for me, which is cliffravenscraft.com. And it's a whole fresh new start into that area. And keeping Podcast Answer Man, but maybe taking Podcast Answer Man where it's only going to be focused on podcasting. And you use that as a as a side business in your thing and, and that it continues to bring, bring in an income. The possible drawbacks of what I was thinking of doing was if if all of a sudden I take Podcast Answer Man and it's no longer the Podcast Answer Man podcast, but it's the Cliff Ravenscraft podcast, then I potentially will lose out on all those people who are drawn to me, who have no idea who I am, but they come to me because they've heard that I'm the Podcast Answer Man and they're drawn by the promise of getting answers of pod, around podcasting. And they come and they find that I have so much more to offer and that's what leads to all of these other possibilities. But if I get rid of Podcast Answer Man and that brand and that podcast, then I potentially am eliminating the biggest funnel of where new people come in from. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I know. It makes sense. But am I passionate about keeping Podcast Answer Man for... Nope. Exactly. And so... And people aren't drawn to your knowledge and you're this and you're the people are drawn to your passion. That's where this started from. But the, And if you have... If my passion's... Eh, Nobody's drawn to that. I'm not even drawn. I'm ready to kick you out. Like, seriously, I'm not even lying. Maybe you need to tell your mastermind that. Look, my wife's going to kick me out because my passion's like, eh. I'm like hovering and nobody wants to be around that. 
the, the, people are drawn to you because you're passionate about what you're doing. I know. If you don't have that, you don't have nothing. And I well, just use the double negative. <laughs> that's fine. You can use double negatives. That's great. So I see what you're, I, I totally get what you're saying. But at the same time, the, you know, the, the thing is, is that Podcast Answer Man is still a funnel of new people who don't even know about my passion yet. Well, that's good. It, it, They're podcast, in the same boat with you because you don't know about your passion yet either. I know. So, but the thing is, though, is, is podcasting is, is, I mean, it's hit mainstream big time recently mm-hmm. in the past two years. Uh, it's, it's just growing in popularity. It's only going to grow larger. And the flood of people who would continue to be introduced to me just by keeping the brand name Podcast Answer Man on that podcast instead of rebranding it the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. If I keep it Podcast Answer Man, it's an entire, I mean, literally thousands of new people who are going to learn about me through Podcast Answer Man. It's kind of like the Virtual Assistant Podcast I did back in 2010. I did 38 episodes. And today, that podcast still brings hundreds of new people to my brand, Podcast Answer Man, today. Even though I did, I have not published an episode of that podcast since December 2010. But even today, every now and then, probably I do, let's just say on average, I do four to six podcasting A to Z events every year. Every single year, I have at least two or three students in my podcasting A to Z course that says, Cliff, I first found you about six weeks ago. I found your virtual assistant podcast. I listened to all 38 episodes and then I start and at the near the end you started talking about podcast answer man. I became so convinced of the value of podcasting because of the value I got from you from learning about per, virtual assistants that I decided I wanted to check out your podcast answer man because I might think about creating a podcast. And here I am 6 weeks after finding that podcast that now I'm I'm paying you thousands of dollars to teach me how to podcast. See, that's the value of keeping the virtual assistant podcast, the virtual assistant podcast. They weren't looking for how do I start a podcast or how do I get inspired and encouraged by Cliff? They were looking for how do I learn how to use a virtual assistant in my business? And then they were not drawn to Cliff Ravenscraft just yet. It was how do I learn from this guy how to do what he just did? Which is podcast answer man, which drew them in, which then drew them into podcasting A to Z, which, by the way, now, has once they've been in podcasting A to Z, they understand the value of Cliff Ravenscraft, not just for the technical skills of podcasting, but, man, Cliff is a great life and career coach, and I'd work with him again. See, that's what I would be giving up if I got rid of the brand name Podcast Answer Man. Okay. So. Doesn't that keep you in a box that you don't want to be, though? It, I, here's the deal. What I can tell you is... I don't have an answer for that. I don't have an answer for that. It Does it keep me in a box for right now? Yes. But in, in my argument, in my own mind, that last night I was going to bed. I'm like, I can't go to sleep. I, I'm This is on my head. I just can't stop thinking about this. I'm like, God, will you please help me just to empty my mind and go to sleep? And nope, <laughs> you're going to think about this. All so, so I thought about it until I, I guess I fell asleep right around two or three of this, two or three o'clock this morning. But anyway, um, last night, one of the things that kept coming to me is like, well, you know what? The responsible thing for me to, to have done would have been to stay with insurance and continue to draw that very steady income and build up this podcasting business until it was making the same amount, if not more than my insurance income. And then slowly transition and, and, and wind that insurance lifestyle down. The passion for building a business while you're working on this other thing that isn't your greatest passion, it, 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 you don't get to put your full passion to, and weight towards the new thing. I'm not doing 80-hour weeks again. Well, exactly. So I'm, there, I'm, th- there's that. Go back and tell your mastermind that. Well, hold on. <laughs> but here's the deal. So I'm thinking, well, one of the things that excites me about the whole idea of this crazy rash, I would say irresponsible, potentially irresponsible Mm -hmm. decision that I was about to make. One of the things that excites me about that is the fact that it puts me back on this risk. You know, it's almost like an adrenaline. It's a high. high. I, I have to make this new thing work or else I crash and burn. I crash and burn and I don't accept crash and burn. That's not who I am. I know. I am not a crash and burn guy. I am. I will succeed. However, the other thing that got me to thinking is the fact that there have been multiple times that you've said, 
hey, I was full, I was, you know, you, I put, I'm, I'm actually using Stephanie's words and I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. them, but she says to me, she says, Cliff, listen, it was my idea for you to leave the career in insurance, even though you didn't have a business model. I told you back then, if I had to, I'd go out and get a job. I, cause she was a stay-at-home mom. She said, I told you that if we had to sell our house and go rent somewhere, we would. And, and I fully endorsed and supported that. And, and, and look where that got us. But late, lately, within the past couple months, two different times, maybe three, okay, she's holding her fingers up, two different times this month, you said, I'm not getting rid of this house. That's not what I said. Oh, what did you say? Way to change my words. I, well, I said selling the house is no longer an option. That's what you said. That's what I said. You said selling this house is no long, selling the house is no longer an option. So you know what you do? What? You, you pause and go research your video. <laughs> yeah, we pause and, and let uh, Facebook Live know that we're approaching 30 minutes. So we will continue with this in just one moment. Intermission time. And we're back. So where were we? Uh, selling the house is not an option. Right. So that's what you told me. That is what I've told you. Okay. But here's the deal. We did not just build this house because the Ravenscrafts outgrew the home where we were. Right. Which we did long before we moved. We were dealing. One of the things that pushed us into building this house is that GSPN or Ravenscraft Enterprises or the next level studio, whatever you want to call this. I would pl- call it Raven. Okay. I'm, I'm, Stop interrupting me. Got it. So whatever you want to call it, Ravenscraft Enterprises outgrew that tiny little blue room that you were in. Yep. And we built you this large, beautiful space that loves to hold empty boxes. Use it for what you created it for. Yes. The, I mean, find ways to use it. it it's not... Anyway, I, I, I have a lot to say, but none of it matters because they'll it, talk you out of anything I say anyway. Say it. It, it doesn't matter what they say. I the, the, the whole thing is there's wisdom in many advisors and your advice is... Worked at- the first time, but is not all that... It... it, it I guess, I don't know. I Yes, the, the plan can be perfect. The The plan could be spot on. But if you are not excited about the plan, the plan's going to take eternity, like literally the rest of eternity to ever get you out of this. You, you need something. You need a light and you need a fire under yourself to get you moving. It's all or nothing. You're all in or you're not in at all. It, it needs to be one or the other. And that's on, I've known you longer than they have. So I can go on that. I might not be this huge business person. I, I like my life outside of the business spotlight. I really do. I think that I get you in a way that they don't. Yeah. And so I think that's why them trampling all over me is making me mad. Okay. I so. I I can see where you feel that they're trampling over you and and I don't obviously. and there's more of them but I'll take every one of them down because I have a big mouth and a lot of words right. I you know what there there's so much into what you said that you know about me and that is that if I was to quote unquote sabotage what I've built up to this point and say I'm going in a whole new direction and that sabotage kind of negatively impacted our current streams of income in a very big way that would kick me into such overdrive that I would, it would ignite something within me that would cause me to do things to make things happen that might not ever happen otherwise. Right. Okay. I totally get that. At the same time, I totally understand the fact that 2008, I had that flame, that fire. And even though I did leave that career in insurance, to make things happen the way things happened, I was working around the clock, mm-hmm. nonstop, was not taking care of my health and fitness at the time. And by the end of that first year, I only made $11,000 personal income. I know we can't go back to that. And here's the deal. The thing is, is I'm 10 years into this overall, eight years as a business, and there are things I know today that there's no way I could get. I mean, I could I could do something and make eleven thousand dollars next week if I needed to. Yep. I mean, so th- I mean, that that's not a problem. Those I, are the words that built this house. Right. 
I, I'm not even lying to you. I know. Those are the words that built this house. Yes. I know. So put them into practice. Well, the I, I see where you're coming from. Do you? <laughs> Do you? Because I'm right smack in front of you. I know. I, and and there is a temptation. I am I am so tempted to take that advice and run with it. And and by golly, forget everything, all the responsible, wise, and sage things that should and can be done and 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 transitions that make a lot more sense. I'm not and, even saying forget them. I'm, I'm, you need, you need to decide and move forward and stop standing in this. Well, I, I have decided, but it's not a decision that you're happy with. It, it, I've decided that I probably should go. <gasps> no. See, <laughs> See I use the word, used pro- the word probably. Don't even tell me you've decided because if you decided, decided, there would I, not be a probably. I should. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you're how you're them. using all of these little outwards and you don't even realize that you're using them. Yeah. I know I understand Until I'm I using them. Totally point it out to you that you're using them. You're exposing like do you it. use these same words when you speak to them and they just don't catch on or No, they catch on too. I mean it's it, it's I I get it. But yeah. I'm not saying I, I I'm not even saying, you know, you need to totally drop everything that came before now and go with whatever you want to go with. Well, that's what my decision quote unquote almost would potentially make happen. And I see the excitement in that. Exactly. Without the conscious decision to make it happen that way, I see how what my decision would be, would be potentially self-sabotaging that would create that. Right. It would create that, that it could completely go away. We've already talked about having an organic flow from one to the next. Right. We have. And and I that and that was the original idea. And then I got this crazy wild hair that says, What? Forget just, the organic. Let's just do it. What? Right. Nothing. I know. And that's I'm the, pretty sure that crazy wild hair grows in your eyebrows too. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I have them trim that every now and then when I go in for a haircut. It's just you just <laughs> And that's that's what happened. I had this crazy I had a crazy it. wild hair in my eyebrow and I went to my mastermind group and they they, they would you like me out? to would you like me to trim that for you, Cliff? And they trimmed it. So what are you doing? Well, there you go. As you can tell, that was an exciting conversation that I had with Stephanie as a result of sharing some of my thoughts after the feedback that I got from my mastermind group. And what you just heard was only 22 minutes of what was an hour-long episode. So there's actually 38 more minutes of that conversation that went on after where I just cut off. And if you're interested in hearing the entire conversation... That can be found at familyfromtheheart.com. It's episode number 344, and the episode title is The Wild Hair. All right, so that's just a portion of the conversation that Stephanie and I had, and she asked me, so what are you going to do? And the interesting thing, and why I cut it off right there is because, well, I still wasn't sure yet, and I had some ideas at that very moment in time, and yes, There's even been a little bit more shift in modification uh, from what I said next in that episode from what I ultimately landed on. See, I've had plenty of time to think about this from those conversations with the mastermind group and from the conversation with Stephanie, and I've had a lot of time to think about this while I sleep at night or I don't sleep at night thinking about it, and I am confident now in the decision that I made. And the interesting thing is, is after Family from the Heart was published, Ray Edwards reached out to me via email and sent me a voicemail attachment. He said, number one, you've got to pull me out from under the bus, dude. You threw me under the bus in that episode. You've got to let Stephanie know that I was not one of those five people that she's thinking of in the mastermind group that gave you that advice. as I wasn't there. Uh, and he's absolutely right that I forgot to mention in that conversation in the Family Farm the Heart recording that Ray wasn't there. Uh, but in fact, Stephanie did know that Ray was not a part of it. So when she said that I'm going to talk to those five guys, she knew that Ray wasn't there. 
So the good news is that in Stephanie's mind, Ray was not included in the party that gave me the advice that caused me to change my mind. However, now here's the deal. Ray gave me this voicemail feedback. I'm not going to play that one for you, although I do have it right here. The reality is, is it's extremely late at night and it was a very personal conversation between myself and Ray and his heart was, dude, I'm on, I'm on Stephanie's side on this one. You know, every now and then we we get feedback from the mastermind group or from our mastermind groups because, you know, we're both involved in, in multiple places that we turn to from information. He says, every now and then you get some feedback and it's logical, it makes lots of sense and and stuff like that, but there's something inside that just tells you, no, that I, I know all of that but I'm still going to do this anyway. And Cliff, I'm still on board with exactly what you were planning to do. I'm with Stephanie on this one. And I and I wrote back and I said, Ray, and by the way, that message came in right around, I think, one or two o'clock in the morning. I happened to still be up because, well, I was thinking through stuff. And I wrote, I was writing him an email response to it. And I said, Ray, it's not all as bad as it was. It sounds and stuff like that. And, and as I was writing a response to Ray, after I hit send, I realized that he had just sent me another message. And this one was actually a written email and, you know, shared even more of his heart and some thoughts and some encouragement and stuff like that. And as I read all of that, I I took it in. And the more I took it in, I'm becoming more clear in my heart where I stand on my decision. You know, this has all become very clear. And I believe that every single part of this has been the way that it just is supposed to happen. I was supposed to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and get excited and go down and record and and start the, the Cliff Ravenscraft show and transition Pursuing a Balanced Life over to it. And I was supposed to get excited about, you know, the potential of, you know, how to do some other things. And the one thing that I don't think that I was meant to do, and I don't think that God was calling me to do, was to transition Cliff Ravenscraft immediately to take over Podcast Answer Man. And now, I don't even think that that's going to happen even in the future. I think that Podcast Answer Man will be kept for long term. It'll be a p- part of my business moving forward, and I am even excited about it now. And so I explained to Ray that and explained why. And then the very next day, Ray and I had an opportunity to get onto a call together as a result of an instant message conversation he and I was having back and forth and then talking about some of the uh, technical things that are going on in his business when it comes to some new software that he's using and then he offered to show it to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to see the back end of this new software program that you're using. And before we got into him showing me the back end of this computer software, we had a little conversation and he knew that I was going to record that and I'm going to play for you that conversation. Here's the deal, right? I so believe that every single step in this process, I've entered into something that God is weaving together perfectly and, and that I can't, I, I can't screw it up. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. There, there's nothing I can do. I can't screw any of this up at all. It's impossible. I told you in the email, it's like, listen, yeah, I believe it was it was a God thing that got me out of bed at 3.30 in the morning. And, and I do believe that God was saying, go down and tell them about this year of identity. Go tell them that you're, you are going to be making the transition and, and that you're, this is the year you're going to figure it out. This is the year that you're going to do the steps. And and in a way, I felt like, and, and I'm going to tell them, I'm going to change it the, to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And so I fi- kind of felt like God saying, yeah, go for it. That's cool. Yeah, do that too. And, and, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I come down here, I'm recording it, and I record this entire episode. It's about an hour. It's almost an hour in length. And then I'm editing it. And there's this one point in the edit where I said, yeah, my true dream, I mean, in my wildest dream, I would only have one show. I would only have one solo show. So, it, you know, it, my wildest dream would be that that I don't have to do Podcast Answer Man and Pursuing a Balanced Life, which is now the Cliff Raymond's Crab, but, but it, that it would take over. And I, and, and I remember just, I heard how excited I was when I said that in the editing process, and I stopped right there. 
I deleted the rest of the episode. And I hit the record button and I said, guys, I'm breaking into the recording. I just realized I said this and then I played back the audio that I was in the editing and I'm like, okay, effective immediately. The podcast answer man has now become this. And then, oh, wow. And it was like, and then I recorded a new intro and I said, guys, what you're about ready to hear is a combination of what was the podcast answer man and pursuing a balanced life, which is now being combined. And I'm like, and and I, I know I'm, I'm almost like, God's like, whoa, I didn't wake you up for 3.30 to do that. You know what I'm you saying? T- you took the ball and ran with it. <laughs> and and what's so funny is there's that phrase I played uh, in, in, I don't know, did you listen to the Dark Days of December 2015 episode? Yeah. Yeah. So I played that one phrase from Dan Miller. So I have a real fluid business model where I can be adding things or pulling things out. But trust me, I'm not looking for it to get stagnant, for it to become one fixed business model that I'm going to do for the next 20 years. I would be bored as soon as I discovered that it was very successful, but very predictable. I would start to sabotage it. And he says, and he used the words, I find that I start sabotaging it. Yeah. And I realize what I did. I was sabotaging Podcast Answer Man. I was I was almost I there was there was a, a little part of me that said wouldn't it be better wouldn't it be better if I just uh, put a nuclear bomb on Podcast Answer Man, exploded it and forced myself to start over. And there was a, there's a little bit of a freedom there and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I'm like, screw it. Let's do it. And, and, <laughs> but, at, but at the same time, I, you know, and I, and I totally get your feedback was spot on. Obviously, you know, Stephanie agrees with you at the same time. I realized, wait a second, that is definitely an option. It, it's an exciting one. But boy, does it come with some anxiety, fear, and trepidation all of its own that I hadn't yet, yet thought about. Yeah. So you sent me the the other email, and I'm, I'm you know, I, I love this. Stephanie and I are having so many conversations. Ray said this, and Ray said that. Um, you sent me this email. I think it's still sitting here in my inbox because I haven't cleared it out yet. But I wanna I wanna share something with you because I read her your email and this this morning this the follow up. After reading this thread and then realize, listening to Family from the Heart, I realized there was a, uh, where the problem comes from. The conversation that you and I had before the mastermind call was about what woke you up in the middle of the morning or middle of the night, uh, that it seemed like the inspired moment, a message from God, and it felt important. And we're on an agreement there. Um, I'm all for protecting your current assets such as they are, but the truth is that your income has already taken a hit because of the dip in your enthusiasm. And so when I read that this morning to Stephanie, I'm like, I I totally get where Ray's coming from, but I don't agree with that statement. So my income hasn't taken a dip because of my enthusiasm. My income has taken a dip because I took a year off to focus on, on fitness and health and when I came back from fitness and health, you may not know this, but I had 37 students in podcasting A to Z in October at $2,000 price point. And so what happened was my income instantly went up. And in fact, if, if I hadn't taken the year off, I would have made probably about $700,000 this year. And I didn't come close to $700,000, but that's how much... It, so I don't think that that's the case. But what happened was... Podcasting A to Z, the price went to three thousand, as you and I have discussed. And if I, if I did, even if I had pure depression that completely debilitated me, and I couldn't get it out of bed, and I didn't send a single email, I still would have sold twenty spots at two thousand dollars a piece. So I don't think that actually my hit in enthusiasm has affected my income yet. I. I get that. I, I think I was basing that on when you told me that you just couldn't get yourself to work during the month of December. And yeah. I, I kind of extrapolated that to the whole year. And that's not fair because you made a decision in November 2014. This is what I'm going to do. And you did it. Yep. Yep. And so that that's what happened. And and you're right. But what happened, and here's what I told Stephanie. I said, the thing is, is that, and I know what Ray's thinking of, is that I, I have this phrase, or I said that, you know, I just... You know, here's the things. I had more margin 
than I've ever had before in my life in my business. I had three weeks wide open to create those sales pages, to do the marketing, to create the email campaign, and I had zero passion for any of it. Podcast, and, and I told Stephanie, I said, but here's why. Because my mindset for doing those things was to perpetuate Cliff Ravenscraft as the podcast answer man, and that I have zero passion for. I do not want to do anything that is going to further nail people's mindset of who Cliff Ravenscraft is as the guy who answers all your technical questions related to podcasting. However, what the conversation with the mastermind group did open up for me was the realization that there could be a key critical role that Podcast Answer Man plays in my new identity. And what I mean by that is I truly believe that I'm I don't believe that I'm overestimating this, but I believe there are 1.5 million people in this world that have heard my name and would associate it with the word podcasting. And I believe that there's about that number of people that says, I, there, who's that guy, podcast answer man. That, if, if somebody says, I've heard about podcasting and I wanna start one, but I don't know where to go. I believe there are 1.5 million people that say, I believe I remember, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's podcast answer man. That's the one everybody talks about. And here's what I can tell you, Ray. This is my 23rd session of podcasting A to Z. And every year that I do A to Z, I have about three students who say, Cliff, I found you about nine weeks ago because of your virtual assistant podcast. I had never heard of you before. I was searching for information about virtual assistants. I then listened to all 38 episodes of your virtual assistant podcast. And at the end of it, you started talking about podcast answer, man. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, I just realized how much value I got from the virtual assistant podcast through a podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to go learn more from this guy about podcasting. And so that led me to podcast answer, man. I've been listening to a couple episodes of that, and now I've just paid you $2,000. And by the way, that podcast was recorded. Those 38 episodes stopped in December, 2010. <laughs> Wow. All right. So that pod, the, those podcasts are generating around six to $8,000 a year in income for stuff that, that was just 38 episodes back in 2010. So imagine what Podcast Answer Man could continue to do for me if I did make it to where it was just something that was one, it was a, it was a side business of the bigger thing. Because what happens is, how did, how did everybody find me today? Sure, I could go all the way back to my hobby days of podcasting, right? I, you know, Cliff Ravenscraft was known before Podcast Answer Man, but how? Not because anybody was looking for Podcast Answer Man, but it's the same thing all the time. They found me because they were passionate about the TV show Lost. They found me because they were passionate about the Hunger Games. They found me because they were passionate about XYZ, business technology, social media. Those things all filtered and... I used something that was of interest. They came for this, learned who Cliff Ravenscraft was, and realized he's got more to offer than just this, and that's why I'm going to follow him anywhere. And yeah. I realized that if I nuclear option podcast answer man, I take away the greatest asset of in new incoming people into this new identity and offers and services that I have. I get that. that I think that makes good sense. And so it's not just, well, this is my income and I'm going to keep it. It's just like, and now I told Stephanie, I said, here's the thing. Now, when I think about creating podcast answer man content and keeping that consistent weekly, and when I think about setting up email autoresponders, when I think about it, the end result isn't to get them to buy my podcast related products, although that will be a part of the funnel system, but my goal is to get all those people who have learned how to podcast from me to realize the next step in the funnel is to realize I have something way beyond podcasting. You you thought you've gotten value from me now? Let's take it to the next level. You're ready you're ready to graduate to Cliff Ravenscraftville. You know you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Is there a way that you can put a a pre-roll or a post-roll on all your old episodes that would direct people to your new show, mm -hmm. that, that is an enormous leverage point right there. Yeah. Well, so, I'm excited for you. I, I think it's really cool. I just was, I was like, every time she said, I want to slap those guys around, I was oh. like, not me. Okay. So not I told me. you, I would tell you about the bus. Here's the thing. So in the email last night, I'm like, oh, dude, Ray, you're so right. But you're right in that I technically I threw you under the bus 
in the episode of Family from the Heart, I thought that I agreed with you. But before I went into that mastermind call, I told Stephanie, you know, you heard about this. I said, Stephanie, I'm, here's what I'm going to do. And she's like, yes. And I said, the only thing that would keep that from happening is if my mastermind group talks me out of it. And I told her, I said, the, o- the only thing that's going to suck about this is that Ray's not there. And so she knew you weren't there ahead of time because I had said uh-huh. Ray's not there. And, okay. and, and, and the thing is, is I'm like, I have this feeling that if there was going to be one person who would be, who would put a stake in the ground, that, eh, I, I think it would be Ray. And it's like, but I, I totally believe that God wanted you to schedule your one day business mastermind on the day that you did to pull you out of the group so that I could, so that I wouldn't have anybody who would make me nuclear option podcast answer man. I get that. I, I get it. You, 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 our spirit agrees, right? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't that, well, isn't that awesome? Yeah, it is awesome. I, and that's and and here's the deal. I mean, I'm going now. I'm going to coaching with excellence with Dan on February fourth and fifth. I've got this guy Todd Uterstadt who has he was in Podcast Answer Man today. He's an executive coach to CEOs. And he's been a great ally of mine over the last year and a half. He's the one who's gotten me so much press and interviews with Cincinnati Magazine and all these other things. And he's always looked out for me. And he's like, Cliff, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I want to help you any way I can. Let's talk. And he's the one who gave me the, the language of what was going on in my head. He says, your struggle is this, that your struggle is to find a way to build a bridge from your old life to your new life without impacting your income. I'd like to help you with that. And it's like, yes. And then Stuart Crane, you've probably heard me talk about Stuart Crane before. He's the guy who sent me the $10,000 check. He's the millionaire that that is constantly looking for ways to help me and, and support me and everything. And uh, he's like, Cliff, I listened to the Dark Days episode. Happy to have a call with you this week. And I'm like, just so happens I, I was thinking about you because I have this idea for uh, some kind of application, whether it be a web app or an, you know, a mobile app, I, I want to do a Train with Cliff membership program. And I, I'd like to have some way for people to log in and, and track their progress and see how, they, how everybody's logging in for site accountability. And so all kind, dude, it, it's, the wheels are spinning. Well, my friends, there you go. That is going to bring a conclusion to this two-part story of what almost happened to Podcast Answer Man, the podcast, and uh, how it was avoided by some wise counsel and some great friends and a totally awesome wife. And the cool thing is I am so excited about where I sit today. I am thrilled with the decision that the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast has been successfully transitioned to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. That show, the Pursuing a Balanced Life, that show has always been the Cliff Ravenscraft show from the very beginning. And the label Pursuing a Balanced Life really does not adequately do justice to this content, what I've been sharing with you, what you've heard in the previous episode before this and this episode, this is what's in my heart for the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Now, it just so happens that these two episodes of the Cliff Ravenscraft show are perfectly aligned with content that people who are thinking about their podcast and their business and their brand and about thinking, hmm, I wonder if I could transition into something different. And the whole idea of leveraging what you have to move in, transition time, do I nuclear option and start over and go with the risk and the the whole new burn the boats so you can't go back kind of deal? Or do I do more strategic approach? These are the kinds of conversations that some people are having in their minds. I know it's been going through my mind for the last year and a half. And so finally getting this out there was important to me. And I believe these two episodes of this show should also be in Podcast Answer Man. And that's why I love the idea that I I have decided that I will sometimes maybe have a 50-minute episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show and I might bring a 15-minute excerpt 
from that episode and bring it into an episode of Podcast Answer Man. Or every now and then, I don't know how often, but every now and then, I could simply take an entire episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show and say, you know what? Every single word of this episode is valuable to the Podcast Answer Man audience as well, and therefore this is officially a crossover episode where, like this one today, this is episode number 635 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, but it is also officially episode 433 of Podcast Answer Man. It's my show. I could do whatever I want, and I have no doubt that these two episodes have been extremely valuable to almost every single person that is out there. I realize that this doesn't apply to everyone who listens to all of the shows that I do, but in my heart, I know that this is the content that I felt led to create and put into the last episode and into this episode, into both shows, and I understand and now feel passionate about moving both shows forward, and... You know what? In future episodes, I'll be talking about some of the new business products and services that I'll be creating. I'll be talking about the new software platforms that I'm going to be using moving forward, and I may have more crossover episodes, but I'll still, from time to time, have standalone episodes. Stay tuned for more to come. Before I end this episode... This is my opportunity to let you know my next session of podcasting A to Z is coming up on Monday, March 14th, 2016. This is an opportunity for you to have me as your personal coach walking you through every single step of launching a podcast. If you have been thinking about a podcast and you've been on the fence for way too long, is it time for you to just pull the trigger and make things happen? I would love to help you. Head over to podcastinga2z.com. But here's the deal. Let's just say you already have a podcast. Or, crazy thought, you have no desire to do a podcast at all. But you've been listening to me for years. And there are some things that you're going through and thinking and contemplating. And you would just love to have the access to get into a discussion forum where you have the unlimited access to ask me as many questions as you want for four whole weeks. If that sounds interesting to you, why not go over to podcastinga2z.com and go ahead and register and reserve a spot for you. I promise you that any of the questions that you ask me that are not related to podcasting, they will not interrupt or distract any other student in the course because in the discussion forum, you'll have a discussion topic with your name on it and it's just between me and you. Other people can read it unless you require me to have it private just between the two of us. I can work that out. I did it for another student in the past. So yeah, podcasting A to Z. It's affordable. If you've looked at the price before, go look at it again. Over at podcastinga2z.com, I would love to work with you in my next session, which starts on Monday, March 14th. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Helping you take everything you do to the next level.